Hey guys, I got some exciting news to share with you. New Amazing Trends. That's right. New Amazing Trends is a leading seller of the most innovative, most advanced, most revolutionary products out there. They constantly strive to bring you the very best products the world has to offer at the best prices. Now the thing about this is, this website has new trends every single week. For example, about a month ago, I bought some whitening toothpaste on there that I was really happy with. And they, it, it, that week, they had toothpaste, they had those LED light things, they had all kind of whitening strips, things like that. And then they'll shift to like beauty products for women, things for kids, things for around the house, things that you really can't get anywhere else. And you got them at the best prices that you can possibly get them at. I'm telling you, all you got to do is go to newamazingtrends.com. This week, they're featuring household items, you know, things like automatic soap dispensers, you know, like windshield covers, but, you know, like like good ones, not like ones you'll get in, like, Walmart, cheap plastic crap. I'm talking real stuff. So you can grab something for the house, and when you get to check out, you can grab something for uh, your little skippies. Again, go to newamazingtrends.com. All of these products are already heavily discounted, and you want to save another 10%? Just type in the promo code CHRISTIAN12672 at checkout. Get another 10% off. That's C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A-N-12672. Make sure you're checking this website out frequently because their offers change every single week. New trends every week. New amazing trends. Join the future. Full future. Half the cost. Newamazingtrends.com. Hey, what's going on? It's Christian Rodriguez, and it is time for the C-Rod Podcast for Sunday, July 10th, 2022. Little Pointer Sisters. Anyway, I I think I can safely say that I think, I'm, I'm, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure that I'm on the other side of the fireworks brigade here in the fine village of Norristown. It goes from July 1st to July 10th pretty much around here, and I got to tell you, you know, I've lived in a lot of places in my life, a lot of different neighborhoods, a lot of, you know, like, you know, in the city, outside of the city. And yeah, people set off fireworks for July 4th. Of course they do. But in Norristown, they they are unrivaled. It's unbelievable. The fireworks, and it goes off for 10 days straight. Like, where do you get the money to do all this shit? They're, they're professional fireworks shows as if you went to like Penn's Landing. <laughs> These, th- I'm telling you. So, like I said, I, I live, you know, on, on a four-way at the corner of a four-way, and my balcony, like the backdrop, is awesome as far as like the view. Because across the street, I got like a church and a school. It's like an old-school church. It's a cool-looking building, and then right up, it's like unobstructed sky right above it. It's almost like a movie screen. And these people, like, there's like five or six different people right in that area. That put on like full like if you went to a Phillies game on fireworks night like they pull they have the machine and they got the fucking ramparts and all the all the bells and whistles, and you get a full blown like five sided fireworks show for ten days straight. <laughs> but after a while you're just like I, I've had enough of it. But thinking of the fireworks, it made me think of something that happened about a week ago. I actually met a Norristown native that lives like a block away from me. 
All right, now the way that we met was rather unfortunate. When I first moved here, I didn't I didn't understand the pattern of the street sweepers, which in my opinion is the the biggest waste of time and money. Cuz like <laughs> Oh, we're sweeping the street. Okay, good. Like, what, what, is there garbage in it? But anyway, if you park, like, on the day of the section that they're doing, they pop you with a $20 ticket. When I first moved here, I got, like, two of them before I learned, like, okay, park on this side every day but Monday. You know, and then I never really got one again. I did actually recently, but it was for a different reason. So, anyway, the first two tickets, it was like by the time I, I went to the post office, changed my address, went to the DMV, changed my address, I had to go like shopping for the apartment, I had to do this. It, 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 it. By the time like a month went by, it, it totally slipped my mind. I, I just didn't think about it. All right. So, on Memorial Day, like this past Memorial Day, I'm like, oh, I, don't, I don't have to park. I don't have to move because like it's a federal holiday. Like the you know, township ain't working. You know, yeah. Well, I got a ticket anyway. Are you going to be fucking kidding me? They didn't even sweep the street. Why do I? <laughs> so. I, I call to, to pay the ticket, right? And and I, I successfully pay that ticket. And then she's like, you have two more outstanding tickets. Would you like to pay them now? I'll press one for yes, press two for no. So I press one for yes. And then they go, oh, yeah, well, you know, you can't pay this ticket. Like, you have to appear. I'm like, appear? Where? <laughs> you know? So they told me, they gave me a number to call. And I call the number. And the lady's like, oh, okay. So you have three. It turned out I had three tickets that were outstanding. She's like, you have, you know, now, again, parking tickets i know people that have had like 500 outstanding tickets in fact there was a guy down the street like a month ago that had a boot on his fucking car you know like I'm, you know they're not gonna you know throw me in jail and throw the book at me for three parking tickets i'm like I just, how do i settle them what do i do do a term of no less than four years in a federal pound be in the ass you know and the lady goes okay for the first one you got to go to uh 700 to kalb street suite 31 or whatever and second, and then for this one, you got to go to seventeen hundred. Mark, I was like, whoa, 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 wait a second! Like, all these tickets happen in the exact same spot, in the exact same township, in the exact same street. Why do I got to go all over God's green earth to pay the tickets? Why can't we do things? See, why can't we do things like normally? Why does everything got to be so ass backwards? Why can't we just do this? Here, I owe this much money. Here's that much money. Give me my paperwork and get me the fuck out of here. Why is it it's so hard? Give him his money and let us just get the fuck out of here. Hey. I didn't want to have to take a day off of work for this. This was something I wanted to kind of just settle, you know? But it turned out that, the, you know, I had off the Friday before July 4th. I'm like, that's the day. That's when you fucking go. Because this way you don't have to take time off of work. You can get you can get this settled, Right? So I go into the thing, and, and, and you know, I'm, I was the only one in there, thank God, because usually there's it's like a, a whole event when you go into a courthouse, you know. So I go in, and the lady's like, "What are you here for?" I told her, and I was like, "Why did the lady at the parking authority tell me I got to go here and over there?" And she's like, "I know, it's the whole thing is messed up, but you have to go, you know, blah 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 blah." I'm like, "Listen, level with me. Is there a better solution here? You know, like, can I just like we do it the normal way? I give you money and I go." And she goes, well, here's what I'd recommend. She's like, why don't you just put them, put them all together and schedule a hearing? You know, then you go in, you just tell the judge, look, I fucked up, you know. And she's like, and she'll probably lower the, you know, the, the penalties and shit like that. Till I'm like, all right, bet that, let's do that, right? So I go to sit down. She's like, all right, just take a seat. I'll get your paperwork ready and I'll tell you what the date and time is. I'm like, okay. But it was one of those like I, I was sitting in the chair, but I can still we can still talk, you know. And she goes where does your number come in on on on, uh, on oak street like what's your cross street i'm like i'm right at the corner of oak and hamilton she's like oak and hamilton 
She's like, I live on Buttonwood. And I was like, you're a block over for me. I'm like, wait, you're a Norristown fucking resident? I got some questions. <laughs> I got some fucking questions for you. You know? And I, and she's like, what? I was like, dude, okay. Am I the only one, am I in the minority here that thinks that we have an obnoxious level of fart can cars, modified muscle cars, you know, ATVs, dirt bikes, and just overall noise? And she started laughing, you know? She's like, uh, yeah, it's obnoxious. She's like, it's it's freaking ridiculous. I was like, oh, thank God. I'm like, I, I had to know somebody in this area. I'm like, this, 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 are these people feeling the same way that I do? And finally, I got that confirmed. Thank you very much. And she goes, wait a minute, wait a minute. How long have you been here? I was like, oh, it'll be like two years next month. She's like, oh, okay. So you've, you've, you've already experienced the July 4th around here. <laughs> I was like, yep. You know, and it's crazy because like for the third, fourth and fifth, there's like gun smoke in, in the middle of the street, like everywhere you go. That's how much fireworks goes off here in Norristown. But speaking of Norristown, now I've, I've said this and, and given you example before of how Murphy's Law should be known as Rodriguez Law. <laughs> because whatever can go wrong will go wrong when I go out and about into the world. Okay. Now, before I even uh, you know preface this, this whole trip that I'm about to tell you guys, okay, is is centered around me going to Conshohocken Smoke Shop because I was out of gummies, okay. So whenever I do that, whatever stops I have to make or whatever you know errands I have to run, I will do it. I'll I'll do it in Conshohocken. You know, I'll use their the, like the branch of Conshohocken to get the shit done. So this way, I'm like you know fuel efficient and time efficient you know in biden's america where gas is 750 dollars a gallon you know i kind of want to be efficient a little bit you know so in this particular i had to go to contract and smoke shop but i also had to go of course you know to the state store hell yes and i had to go i didn't have to but i've realized i'm like well if i'm going to go to, to the liquor store and then go to the Conchock and Smoke Shop. Like there's there's one in the metroplex in plymouth meeting which is like not even three minutes from Conchock and smoke shop and they have a Best Buy in that Metroplex, too. Now, I have a Chromebook. And about a month ago, I would say, for some reason, it just stopped turning on. Like, it, you couldn't turn it on. And then I Google it, and they're like, oh, do a factory reset and hit the power button and hit, you know, F5 and, and delete and hold it for 15 seconds. I'm like, okay, I did that, and it didn't work. So what's the next solution? So I Google that, and they're like, all right, well, if, you can't, if, if that doesn't work, then you have to, you know, have an expert fix it. And by expert, they meant Geek Squad. You know, which is in Best Buy. So I'm like, okay. So I'll go to the state store. I'll go to Best Buy, which is right next door. And then I wanted to get for dinner. All right. So <laughs> quick sidebar. So last week I told you guys when I went to go see my buddy Tony play at Southern Cross Kitchen. Now I ended up getting like turned. I was like, Tony, what's good here? He's like, dude, their, their fried chicken sandwich is, is phenomenal. Just get that. I'm like, all right. So it turned out that like we were hanging out and like he was on his second break and the bartender came up to him and she was like, um, you know, the kitchen's closing. Do you, do you want to order something? And he's like, oh yeah, yeah. And I was like, I do too. Holy shit. What the fuck? So I have this thing. If you know me, like if I'm drinking, which is pretty much a day that ends in Y, it's, I, I'll either eat before or after. I never eat while I'm drinking. I just don't like to do it. I, I don't know what it is. I, I'm just not a fan. So I'm like, all right, I'll order this, and then when I go home, I'll just, you know, continue to drink as I do, <laughs> and then when I'm done, I'll just, I'll eat that. Now, Tony, Tony asked me like the next day, how was it, you know? And I was like, dude, I want to remember that sandwich so bad, but 
I was fucking plastered. It was just like I just hoovered it into my mouth of coneheads. Well, I, I had a few Chardonnays. What of it? You know, I'm like, I, I don't remember anything about it. I'm sure it was good because it was gone, <laughs> you know. So I figured, I'm like, all right, well, I'll get, I'll get one, like, you know, when I'm coherent, you know. No better time than when we go to Concha Hawken. So I'm like, when I get to the Best Buy park, I'm not, I'll place the order. Then I'll go to Concha Hawken Smoke Shop, get my gummies, and then I'll go, and by then, by then it'll be ready, right? So I go, I go to the state store, in and out, no problem, right? Then I get to the Best Buy, right? And I see, like, I, I walk in. I, and I don't really use Best Buy a whole lot anymore, you know, because um, really I don't buy CDs or DVDs or anything like that anymore. So I really don't have much of a use for them. But every now and again, I got to go to do shit there. But now they got this. You ever see this? They got, like, two people at, at the front door, like, they're bouncers. Now, I know what you're thinking. They're like, oh, yeah, well, that always happens. You go through the one automatic door, you go through the second automatic door, and there's, like, two people waiting. I'm like, no, no, no. These people were on the pavement outside. And there was like velvet rope to the door, like I'm like I'm getting into a club, right? So I go I go walk up to the you know to, and there's two people out there. I walk up and I got a Chromebook in my hand, okay, and, and the guy goes, "Hi, sir, how can I help you today?" I'm like, "The Chromebook didn't give it away." Like, what do you think I'm here to fucking you know on, on business? You know, I'm like, I, I, "This won't turn on. I need to you know I need to get this fixed." And he goes. Now, at that point, I should have just turned around and just walked right back to my car. Because in, name me a scenario in life where somebody went, and it actually meant good news. You know you know what I'm saying? Like, let's say somebody, like, like you know, is driving and they scratch somebody's car by accident. And what do they do? Ooh. You know, what happens when you actually, like, you know, fall and skin your knee? Ah. It's never a good thing. You know, so I should have just turned around and walked away, right? No. He goes, oh, yeah, um, yeah, uh, and then the girl, like, takes over. And she's like, yeah, well, our geek squad is not here. We're getting the building remodeled, unfortunately. Um, but I can make you another appointment. You can just go to another store. I'm like, no, I, I'm like, no, I have an agenda. Like, I, I, I have stops to make here, you know? Like, what do you want, what are you going to do? Make, make an appointment for me right now? I'm going to go drive to North Wales? Like, it ain't, it's not that important. It's a goddamn Chromebook. I'm not that worried about it, you know? So I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll just do it another time. All right, so there's the, you know, there's that. <laughs> I went to go do something. I went to go Best Buy to get my Chromebook fixed. Geek Squad's not there. All right, failure number one. So I'm like, okay, now go into the car before you go to the smoke shop. Place the order at Southern Cross. So I get, I go on their app, right? I place the order, and it's it, like you know, how, like when you order on an app, it like once they once you make the payment, it'll say like, "Oh, order place, thanks. Your food will be ready between this time and this time, right?" So I did that, and then so they come like it comes back, and it's like, "All right, thanks. Your order will be ready between seven fourteen and seven twenty four p.m." The only problem with that was it was five thirty at the time. I'm like, "Wait, what? What, what do you got to do? Kill the chicken? Like, why? Why is this going to take two hours? You know?" So I'm like, I'm canceling this. I got to cancel this. So I go into the app. The, nowhere in sight was there an option to cancel the order. So I'm like, damn it. Now I got to call them. I'm like, oh. so I, I go to call them. I get their answer machine. I'm like, all right, well, maybe they are. Maybe they are busy. Who knows? Maybe they had a private party. Who the fuck knows? You know? I'm like, let me just go to the smoke shop and then we'll go from there. So I go to the, I go to the smoke shop. I go in there. They're sold out of gummies. <laughs> All 
what the whole entire trip was centered around, I didn't even need to do. <laughs> so I'm like, <sighs> all right, so now there's, you know, that's two failures. So now I call up Southern Cross again. I get their answer machine again. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to go there, being that it's only like five to seven minutes away. I'm just going to go there. I'll walk in. I'll talk to the host and say, like, listen, like, I'm, I'm, I'll sit here and wait, you know, if it's going to take 10, 15 minutes. But if it's if you can't have it ready for me in two hours, I'm just cancel the order, you know, because I can't do it on the app anyway. So I drive over there, right? And I park, and much to my chagrin, I go and walk up to the front door, and the door's locked. <laughs> And there's a note on the front door that says, yeah, we closed for dinner at 2 o'clock p.m. 2 o'clock p.m.? You're a fucking bar. What time you open? 12? What, what's the point of even opening? Like, well, I didn't get it. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't wrap my head around a Saturday in the summer why you would close at 2 p.m. Did somebody die? You know? And then I got to thinking, I'm like, who manages your online listings? Because Google has you as open. Right? And, and furthermore... Why did your app take my fucking money when you're closed? You know what I'm saying? Anyway. And I they I called them on Sunday the next day and they made it right. You know, which you know, which was good. But the moral of the story here, kiddies, was that I went to four stops. Okay, and I shot twenty five percent from the field. The only thing I was successful with was Scotch, which is usually that you know, <laughs> those two terms go hand in hand with me. You know, I go to Best Buy to get my thing fixed. Nope, can't do it. Go to get gummies at the, gum, at, the, at, the, at the smoke shop. Nope, we ain't got them. Place an order, go get dinner. Nope, can't do it. <laughs> Dude, it's like, this is Rodriguez. Whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. Okay? I've never had that big of a failure rate in an errand run in my life. Quick prequel to that story. I was on my, <laughs> I was on my way out, and uh, as you know, Norristown never disappoints. I actually put this on my Facebook page too for everybody to see. But I was on my way down Main Street in Norristown, headed towards you know Plymouth Meeting, right? And I see on the other side, like I go over this little hill, and then on in the in the oncoming lane, I see three like cop SUVs, and I'm like, oh, well, it's a typical Saturday afternoon in Norristown. Why not? <laughs> you know what's going on? There was this guy with a Jeep. Now I'm talking about like the SUV Jeep, not like the, you know, the, the white trash Walmart convertible Jeep. I was he, like, he had the full blown like SUV, right? And the car, now parking is scarce in Norristown because it's all street parking. It's, it's, it's a rat race. No matter where you have to go, just parking sucks in Norristown, right? Except for right outside of my door where the, the whole, you know, landscaping universe comes to park. But other than that, it's pretty scarce. Now, this guy ran up onto another car. So, like, his two driver's side tires were on the ground, and the two passenger side tires were on the roof of the car. <laughs> I said, what in the actual enchilada fuck happened here? <laughs> How is that even humanly possible? <laughs> you know? Like, that's not like, oh, I, I wasn't looking, then I just ran over a car. I, <laughs> right? So I put in my caption on the, on, in the picture on Facebook as a driver. Oh, shit, there's a spot right in front of the door. And the passenger goes, bro, what are you, crazy? You can't fucking fit there. And the driver goes, oh, yeah, that's right. You never rode with me before. Watch this. <laughs> and then I put owner of the car that got fucked up. Oh, no, it's cool. I'll just get in from the passenger side. 
Oh my god! I couldn't believe it. I could not. I could not believe it. I, 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 it's, it cracked. It cracked me the fuck up. So after I saw that, that's when I went and made four stops and was only successful at one of them. <laughs> but before I go on break here, I, I just I realized while I was trying to collect material for this week that. The That's Fucked Up segment is quickly going to manifest itself into an every week staple on the C-Rod podcast, much like the Get Off My Lawn segment, because there's just so much fucked up shit happening in the world today. I actually have a backlog. The, 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 the segment debuted last week, all right, and I already have like 17 segments that I could do for that. <laughs> it, it, it's unreal. It's, it's unreal. So I'll just pick you know from the hat and we're going to have that on the other side along with to get all my, my lawn segment and a whole lot of other stuff so make sure you keep it locked right here on the c-rod podcast back after this hey guys you got a home improvement job that you've just been putting off that you need to get done for fear of maybe like you don't have the right materials you don't got the diy to be able to do it yourself you don't have the manpower to do it then look no further. My buddy Chris Jackson at C. Jackson Contractors, he's got you covered. That's right. I've known Chris for about 15 years now, and I got to tell you, I knew right then that that guy was going to be at the top of his field once he got involved and got things rolling. You know how I know? We would be hanging out on the weekends in the summertime, drinking beers, playing wiffle ball, throwing horseshoes, having barbecues, you know, as the guys do. And I would always look around, and Chris wasn't there. i go, hey, where's Chris at? Like, oh, yeah, he's uh. He's remodeling a kitchen for somebody. He's doing a side job. He would do that on Saturday and Sunday. He worked 50, 60 hours a week on his job. Then he would come out and do side jobs on the weekend. And I'm talking about second to none, top quality, unbelievable craftsmanship. This stuff will blow your mind. All you got to do is go to his website at cjacksoncontractors.com just to see what I'm talking about. I mean, I'm talking this guy's got custom design, general and custom carpentry building cabinetry, handmade tables and benches. Those are really high-end, too. High-end home bars, elegant staircases, anything that you can dream up. If this, it's Chris's dream to make your dream come true, right? One call to Chris, and he's basically going to weed out all those shady contractors who are going to do a shitty job and overcharge you. When you, get, when you get Chris Jackson, you know exactly what you're paying for because you are going to get top quality, top shelf experience. Trust me. I guarantee it. So, Again, oh, by the way, this guy took a house in Fox Chase, his house that he lives in now. This thing was almost at the point of being condemned, and he turned it into a modern-day cathedral. This guy is brilliant, he's talented, he's hardworking, and he's a class act. You got to go check out my buddy, Action Jackson, Chris Jackson. Call Chris, cjacksoncontractors.com. Tell him I sent you. All right, welcome back to the C-Rod Podcast. And you guys are actually going to get a bonus here because I'm actually cooking tonight, so we're going to have a surprise installment of the C-Rod Cookbook. That's right. 
why am I cooking today, might you ask? Because I went to go get my hair cut yesterday. And we all know, wake up to Sam's Italian Market, grab the meatball mix. So I'm going to make my award-winning, well, in my mind, meatball sandwich. Again, I, I, I've told you about that before where I, you know, I'll make sauce, I'll make meatballs, and then, you know, I'll put uh, roasted peppers on the roll. And then I put the meatballs on there. Then I put some uh, some hot cherry peppers sliced on top of that. Then I put some fresh mozzarella, a little fresh parsley, a little Italian seasoning, a little hot red pepper flakes. So you know that already. But I, I, I realized that I never, ever shared my meatballs with you guys. Now, I know there's people out there that, you know, they have pineapples in their ass. Like, you know, it's a secret. It's a family secret. But who gives a shit? <laughs> like who cares well well, my secret ingredient is marshmallow fluff I put that in a bowl and I mix it around like, like you know like I want people to have good meatballs I'm going to share my meatball recipe with you alright Jesus <laughs> now before I even start with this there's one thing that I will say that is that is a difference maker in making meatballs and that's your cheese I've, I've, I've talked about cheese before. You can't use that shaky craft shit. There's no flavor. It's just, it's no, it's just, you might as well just like put sand in your meatballs. You got to shred the cheese. Now I use, well, I'll use Pecorino Romano and I will use uh, fresh, you know, Parmesan. Parmigiano Reggiano, but you have to use the fresh shit, okay? And you use both of them. Now, you the way that I normally do it is I'll say a cup per pound. You know, so use a cup of cheese per pound. In fact, you don't really have to use an egg as a binder if you do use fresh cheese. That's just a little hint there for you, okay? Now, so you, I grate all the cheese first because like that's a, if anybody does do that, you know it's an event. Like you can flat out tear a rotator cuff <laughs> shredding a cup of cheese, you know what I'm saying? Nasty cheese grating accident as a young man. So you get the you know you get meatball mix, you get a beef, pork, and veal mix. Okay, third, third, and a third. All right, put that in a mixing bowl, and you will put your like your cheese. Like I said, what I have right now is probably one and three quarter pounds. I'll just go ahead and use you know two cups, you know, and just you know and have a nice a cheesy meatball. Right, but you do have to use the egg as the binder. All right, you're gonna add salt, pepper, Italian seasoning. All right, hot red red pepper flakes if you like a little spice. All right, you're going to use fresh parsley. And for my breadcrumbs, I will take a roll. Like, I'll take like a hoagie roll, sort of, or like a loaf, right? And I'll, I'll let it I'll let it actually sit out overnight so it gets hard. And I will use my cheese grater, and I will I will grate, like, you know, breadcrumbs in, in there instead of using, like, regular breadcrumbs. You know what I'm saying? I'll use my own. All right, and then if you want, this is optional. I don't do it, but... People say, I've tried it before. If you want like a softer texture, use a little bit of ricotta, a little ricotta cheese and put that in there. You can do that too. Uh, what am I missing? Is Oh, garlic. I'm going to get some garlic in there. All right. So just to recap, just to get all that stuff in there. Like egg is a binder. Uh, fresh Pecorino Romano. Fresh Parmigiano Reggiano. Um, fresh parsley. All right. Salt, pepper, Italian seasoning. Red pepper, seeds. All right. I think that's it. I'm pretty sure that's it. If I miss anything, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly let you know. <laughs> and then just make them, you know, make them as, uh, as, as large or small as you want. And what I do is I, I like to cook everything. If, it, if there's any kind of meat going into my sauce, I like, you know, the majority of the cooking to go on in, in the sauce, you know, just so you get that flavor to go into the sauce. So I will, I will put uh, on 400 degrees, I will put the meatballs 
in there for about 10 to 12 minutes and then i'll pull them out and i'll, I'll let them finish off in the sauce usually for about two hours or three hours but it's a good to meet the ball i tell you all right now what do i got first here so <laughs> i was on the balcony i forget what day it was it was probably tuesday or wednesday right and this this past week was hot and humid pretty much all week like i mean it didn't you know get below 90 so you know that obviously will bring the bugs so I'm out on the balcony, right? And I'm, I'm all of a sudden I noticed, you know, because mosquitoes are like ninjas. Like they, they, you can't feel them on you until they've already taken what they needed, you know. And I will say, <laughs> I was getting eaten alive. This like it was like Tuesday or Wednesday night, right? So I, I, I did remember at that moment, the last time I used my bug spray, I was, it was pretty much at the end, and I forgot that like to go out and get more. And I'm like, it's 9 o'clock at night. I don't even know where it's available. I can get fentanyl easier than I can get a can of off. And I, you know, I've been drinking a little bit, you know. I, I'm like, so what am I going to do? I, I, I don't want to go in, and I don't want to get eaten alive either. So I'm a big guy on, like, hacks. You got a hack? I'm all, I'm all about it. In fact, my favorite one, going on a, a rabbit hole here, but my favorite one is Tupperware. Like you ever, you ever like put you know leftover spaghetti in Tupperware. Once you do that, that you might as well throw that piece of Tupperware in a trash can because it's going to be stained with sauce. You ne- you can't get it out. There's nothing you can do. Well, oh, oh, oh contraire. If this ever happens to you, all right, get like alm- almost boiling hot water, like as hot as your faucet will let it get. Okay, and you put some dish soap in there, and you put that that scalding hot water in there, and then you get a, p- a paper towel and you rip it up into little pieces. And you throw that into, you know, into the container, and then you put the lid on it, let it sit for about five minutes, and then shake it up. Shake it up. Shake it up. And it's all gone. It, it looks good as new. I, I, I was blown away. But anyway, this hack I needed because it was like, I, I don't want to go out and, on, on a bug spray search at 9 o'clock on a Tuesday night. So I Google. I'm like, you know, like, like home, home bug spray, like that you can make at home, right? Lo and behold... They said, all you got to do is rub some olive oil on your skin, okay? And then get some dish soap and rub that on top of the olive oil. And then it's, it's, it's a foolproof like bug spray. They won't fuck with you. And my God, were they right. I went outside and they didn't even get near me. They were like, fuck that shit. You know, like I was like, holy shit, just olive oil and soap? That's it? And you're not getting all those chemicals and shit like that. So I went on. I, I went on this a campaign for it. I lobbied for it. <laughs> I'm sending my sister, my friends. I'm like, listen, if you don't got bug spray, just use this. It's fantastic. The bugs don't fuck with you at all. All right. But for the for those of you that I told that to, all right, while it works, I got to recall it. There's a recall on the hack. All right, because I never thought that using a bug spray with no chemicals would yield side effects. <laughs> That's right. I woke up on Saturday morning and I was going to go get my hair cut and I noticed when I was going to get in the shower that like on my arms, my legs, and my neck, I had all these red blotches, like dried skin, almost looked like uh, psoriasis. And I always freak out when I see that because my mom's got fucking psoriasis and it's fucking gross. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like, oh, I'd like, please, I don't want to get, I don't want that. If there's one genetic thing, I don't want to get it that, you know? But no, I've realized, I'm like, wait, it's only in the areas that I actually applied this, you know? So it's like the, the, the crease of my elbow and then like all over my neck and then, uh, you know, portions of my leg and it was nowhere else. So I, you know, I cracked the case to chalk it up. But that's what it was. <laughs> so 
do it, but do it at your own risk. All right, I don't know how you're going to react, but I, you know, I, I didn't favorably, that's for sure. So, this next thing I'm going to get into, it, it's like, I try to tell you guys, I'm going to say this on the, on the That's Fucked Up segment too, but, you know, this thing that I'm about to tell you, if you guys haven't realized in 52 episodes, or, or those that know me before I even did this podcast, if there's one thing that I can say I have a sixth sense for, it's just being in tune. Like, I'm pretty fucking in tune with shit, you know, like I can see things coming, I can see bullshit a mile away. I can smell a lie like a fart in the car. All right, and I, I'm, I and I can read the room, and I can read people like that. That all in a nutshell is part of my, you know, observance as you know, as, as observant as I am. It's a sixth sense of me, and you know, I said this like for more more so for that fucked up material. But like a lot of the shit that I that I've been saying is is coming true. All right, and a lot of, I'm not saying I'm right all the time, but I, I it's, it's it's pretty fucking often. All right. Now, a long time ago, I told you guys on this show that if there's one person I don't trust, it is the person that gets along with absolutely everybody. Like that 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 when you see that person that is just absolutely like overly nice to everybody, run as far as you can because that 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 person's got skeletons in the closet or they're just a shifty fucking scumbag, okay? And I met this one guy this one time, at, you know, at my work. And and I actually got like, like uh, it was one of those, oh, where do you meet this guy? You're going to love him. You ever, you ever get that? You know? And I met the guy. And, and, and we, you know, it was me. I was introduced from another friend. And, and the whole exchange was about three minutes because I was like on my way out the door. You know, and by the end of the three minutes, he was he's sitting there like he was like we've known each other for three minutes and he's already acting like we were in a bunker in Vietnam together. And I, I don't like that shit. Like let things happen organically. Don't come out and be like, Oh man, you my guy, man. You oh I love you, man. I fucking blah blah blah. I'm like, you don't even fucking know me. I hate that shit, you know? So this whole this for the last five years, I like all the oh he's so cool, I love him, he's great. I'm like, no, he ain't. I'm like that's all. That whole thing is a fucking show. That the whole thing is a show, and it's his way of getting your getting you close to him so he can rip you off or he can do something. Like the, he's got an ulterior motive. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And I'm like I'm just waiting for my opportunity, you know, to <laughs> to expose him. You know. So if you guys remember me telling you about the kid, like I think it was last week I told you, like that that guy at my work that went off the deep end and and tried to fucking throw me under the bus i'm like dude i'm gonna throw you into that fucking lake in five seconds you know that guy but when he started to fly off the handle at work and do all of his nut shit that he was doing i was at like my work daughter's like section with her team and we were just we we're all having like a group conversation i was like kind of like telling a joke or something like that and he was this dude was in the was in the chat right and i and i i brought the kid's name up i'm like yeah i ain't gonna be on that nut shit like like so and so right and then the guy who gets along with everybody, he's like, yo, man. He's like, I, I always thought there was something fucked up with that dude, man. I don't like that kid. I don't like him. Whoa, 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 whoa. What did you just say, Mr. Guy, get along with everybody? Mr. I love the whole world? Mm, personality taking some uh, twists and turns? I knew it. All I needed was a chink in the fucking armor, you know? I'm like, okay, well, that, the fact that he loves everybody, that's now been debunked because he, he said that he, he can't stand this guy, right? No sooner than like two weeks later, right? I was on my way to pick up my lunch 
And I'm going down the stairs, and at the bottom of the stairs, there's like a door. There's like a wood door to get into the lobby, right? I opened the door, and I almost hit this dude right in the head because he was, he was coming in, right? And he was coming in with the nut dude. They, they went out to lunch together. I'm like, I, you know, I hate to say I told you so, but I fucking told you so. Mr. Perfect, who fucking loves everybody, gets along with everybody, the one guy that he actually said he fucking hated, he went to lunch with. He's the kind of guy that wastes time. That I, you guys know I hate wasting fucking time. I hate it. I'm not going to waste my time acting like I like you. You know? But somebody that you said you couldn't stand, you went in, on a whole lunch with? And then I found out they were hanging out outside of work, and I'm like, here, just fucking dude, just act like I don't exist. Both of you. <laughs> you know? You're both scumbags. Right? So he, he one-upped it. He one-upped it. Now, he's a sales rep. Right? No. I had a consultation with him probably six or seven weeks ago, okay? And it, it was like a you know website and blah, 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 right? And I will say this. Like, there's certain clients out there, and ma- mainly they're like roofers and plumbers, like contractors. They don't care about online shit. They know they need it, but they don't really care. They're just like, yeah, like do you see the website proof? Can we set it? Yeah, set it live. I don't give a shit, you know? But then there's those people who are just perfectionists and, like, big egos and, like, everything's fucked up. So anyway... We have a bunch of like templates that we that we use for our website. So like I to, to avoid people hating proofs, I will share that on their you know in the consultation. I'll, I'll have them pick one out so they know what it's going to look like. Well, this lady picked one out and she still hated it. And I'm like, what the fuck? You picked it. Like so now what? Oh, I want this one. I'm like, it don't work that way. Like we're not going to go back and forth. Like I told you, I got a two week window to, to to flip these fucking things, right? So it, it turned out we had to get the temple broken down. So that was another two weeks and all this other shit, right? So and, and, and apparently the lady was like impossible to get a hold of because she's always working all the time. Like we're not, you know, and she's like, this, it was like, it was like June 1st. And she's like, well, I'm probably not going to be available to talk about this until like after the 14th. I'm like, that's fucking dead. I already gave you, you know, two weeks for the initial build, two weeks for a rebuild. And now you want me to wait another two? I'm like, I'll, I'll get fired. So I went to him. I'm like, yo, guy, like, because this guy's he's in, in, in the f- four years or however long he's been there, no matter what department he's in, he is notorious for being just a lazy nothing. Like, they pay him. He steals money. That, that, he always has. He's, he's never, like, the guy's lazy as shit. Right? So now I, 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 I hit him up. I'm like, dude, can you get these changes from her that, you know, that she needs so I can get this thing live? Like, this is like the oldest accountant in the department, right? Now, can you fucking help me out? And he did. So he gets me the changes. And I'm like, now, before I send these in, because it's going to take another two to three, three business days, I'm like, is this every change that you need before we go live? And he goes, yes, that's it. I'm like, okay, all right, bet. I'm like, I will say this, though. Out of the items that you sent me, there's one of them that I'm not sure if we have the capability to do or not, but I'll find out, right? And he's like, all right. So I send the proof back to him when I got it back. And he, he links me up. He's like, yo, they, they did what you thought they couldn't do. It looks fire, bro. This is fucking great. Yeah, I said it live. I'm like, all right. All right. About a month later after I said it live, okay, and I, I, I already know what happened without someone telling me what happened just because, again, I'm in tune with shit. You know, once I set something live, me and that client will never speak again as long as we live. Like, that's the rule. You go back to your account manager, the one that sold it to you, after I, I fulfill your order. Once that's it, it's over. So he sends me an email out of nowhere, okay? 
He tagged the entire world on it. He tagged my manager. He tagged my manager's manager. He tagged his manager and his manager's manager and Barack Obama and fucking Donald Trump and Vince McMahon. He fucked the guy. He tagged everybody on it. And I'm like, what the fuck? Right? And he said, Christian, this woman is, is very upset that all of her pre-live changes weren't made before, before this was set live. So can you make these changes for her? And he didn't even put any kind of changes in there. And I was like, okay. Here's what you're doing. After the, after the site went live, she had additional changes. And she sent them to you, and you just turned a blind eye on it because you're lazy, and you didn't get the changes done. And now she's probably threatening to cancel because you didn't do what was, what was asked of you. You know? And I'm like, and so, so what you did was you scrambled because when she threatens to cancel on that side, like when you're an account manager, a cancellation's a big deal. You know? It's like, well, now we have to sell against it. It's, it's just a whole business model's fucked up, but that's neither here nor there. And I'm like, and he literally just sent that. He really sent that email to me and copied all these people when he knows he's in the wrong. He's just scrambling. He's trying to bring somebody down while he's drowning. That's exactly what it was, you know. And the, and my manager even like, he, he sent me a Teams message when it came. He's like, "Is this dude serious? Like, like it? Like I'm not even in the situation, and it looks like he's trying to pass the blame on to somebody else." I'm like, "That's exactly what he's trying to fucking do," you know. And and little did he know that he chose to throw somebody under the bus that plays chess when you play checkers. I have the whole conversation of when you said it looks fire, bro, said it live and blah, blah, blah. So I sent an email back and I'm like, you know, as you know, per post live process, all changes are on you. It's, it, you know, like that's, that's the, you know, that's your job as an account manager. It's my, my job to fulfill the order and get it live. And then you're, they're with you until they, until they're done. And I'm like, and you know this. You know, and I said I have Teams messages, and if you want, I could, you know, I'll reply with a, you know, with a, a, a screenshot of them of you saying it looks fire, bro. Set the site live. Right? I sent the email. I, I didn't get a response from anybody because they, they were all like, "Well, yeah, he just he just tried to throw somebody under the bus to save his own ass," which is again proof the guy that gets along with everybody is a fucking snake. Run. Okay, run as far as you can. The purple, the person with the most bubbliest of personalities. Those are the people who have the most skeletons in their closet. You're 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 trying to deter people's attention from something else. Those are the people who usually are like serial killers, like Ted Bundy, perfect example. The guy was the most charming, chivalrous person in, to ever walk the face of the earth, but he was a murderer. All those people that have those types of personalities are using that personality to hide something else. And in this case, this dude was trying to hide the fact that he's a fucking snake. And yes, it may have taken me a couple years, but again, I'm in tune with shit and I fucking proved it. I'm like, that guy is no good. I'm trying to tell you, no, he's great. I love him. He's so funny. Yeah, okay. But there's not a real ounce in his whole body. And he just showed it. I got him twice. Twice I got him. All right. You guys not sure which way something's going to shake out? Just ask me. <laughs> I'll use my sixth sense to get that answer for you every fucking time. Okay, so last week the That's Fucked Up segment was installed. So now we can get back to the regular Law & Order for the Get Off My Lawn segment for the week. So here it is. What the hell is this? Get off, get off my lawn. <laughs> I'm going back. To make you know, ragging on the youngsters as I do in the, in the get off my lawn segment, what this was originally designed for. Now, I had this one reel. Here's the problem with with reels and why I really don't do them every week. 
because I, at this point, I probably have over 2,000 reels saved. So it's becoming more and more and more of a pain in the ass to actually, like if I save something on a Monday and use it that weekend, I'm, I'm spending 20 minutes just scrolling looking for it. And that gets annoying after a while. And I had the perfect, perfect reel that I know I saved. I just can't find it for some reason. And, and basically what this segment is going to be centered around, again, the way that this young generation treats language. Now, I know a lot of it's like for hip-hop artists. I had the perfect one, too. Now, I did get some clarification. When I went into the office last Monday, and I saw my, <clears throat> excuse me, I saw my boy Devin. Now, Devin's a brother, right? And he's 30 years old. Now, I met him when he was like 25. Okay, and he's you know it, it, this is his generation of hip hop you know much like you know the '90s was mine and and so on and so forth. So I had to ask him. I'm like, bro, like you got to explain this to me, okay? Because back in my day, when I heard interviews with like Redman or interviews with Busta Rhymes or or Tupac, like black people have a way of making the English language just cool. You know, like you're not going to tell me that you're going to hear a better motherfucker than you would out of like Samuel L. Jackson. You know, it's because like that generation, like they just they put some stank on the on the on the speech, and it sounded cool as shit. But now, these people sound like they didn't make it out of second grade. Yay! I beat in your bull. I beat in your okay, bull. Okay, I agree. And I, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, I'm like, they, they they can't be doing this because they think they sound cool. They may be doing this because they're really that dumb. And I said to Devin, I'm like, listen, dude, <clears throat> I'm like, I listened to two interviews. Now this is two different people. And I didn't know this was a thing. I thought it was just one person trying to sound cool, but I've heard it from multiple people now. When they say, to be honest, they go, to be honest. And, and, like, like, and they take like the last syllable off of like a one-syllable word. And before I, get, I give you his, his answer to that, the reel that I was looking for was actually perfect. There's this guy that walks around, and he's got a microphone, and he just goes up to random people and goes like, Trump or Biden? Right? And I'm telling you right now, and this is so great to see, by the way, I'm seeing more and more and more black people finally like realize, you know, that Democrats only speak to them once every four years, you know, because there a lot of them are saying Trump now. They're like fuck Biden, you know. So anyway, the guy goes, the guy goes Trump or Biden. The guy goes, man Trump, man Biden a hoe. You know, I'm talking about gay high, foo high. Like, you don't sound cool. You sound stupid. It's one thing, like, for, for Samuel L. Jackson to throw a motherfucker at somebody, but, like, you just sound dumb, right? So I'm talking to, I'm talking to my friend Devin, and and he's like, yeah. I, I was like, what, what's with to be any? What, what is that? It, it's annoying as shit. He's like, bro, that's not even, like, they're not even trying to sound cool. Like, these dudes just didn't even go to school past sixth grade. They just dropped out of school. And so I'm like, oh, well, that makes a lot of fucking sense. So they quite literally did not get out of a, a remedial reading class. Now I feel better. So now instead of saying gas, you can say gay. And food, you can say foo. Or loud, you can say lao. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. If you, it's just, all right, you didn't go to school, you didn't go to school. But listen to this fucking dude. wrote so far in your whole catalog of music. My whole catalog of music, the first one I ever wrote was on. Um I feel a lot of my, um, I don't want to get out of my, we don't want to get out of my. 
Now, I don't even know who the hell he is. I, I have no idea. I, I, his face was very punchable, by the way. But, like, did you understand a word of that? The only, the only words I, understand, I understood in that clip was the guy that was asking him <laughs> the question. I'm like, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable. Like, do better. But here's the thing. Here's where I kind of, like, refuted my friend Devin's, you know, deposition on it. He's like, yeah, they're just that dumb. I'm like, okay, I get that. But but when I listen to their music, they're perfectly enunciating shit. So something's off. I, I you know I don't I don't, <laughs> I don't know I don't know what it is. But you know something's off. But like if you really want to sound like you didn't go to school, that why would you aspire to do that? I, that that I just don't get. I just don't get it. Like oh, instead of saying to be honest, I'm gonna be like to be honest. Like oh man, <laughs> you know you're so fucking cool. And then real quick, <laughs> I actually said to him too, I was like, um, I'm like, back in my day, I told him about the freestyle thing that I that I said on the podcast. I was like, back then, you know, those guys were freestyling and you knew it. Like they were, they were spitting, but like they, you can tell that there was like, they, they would struggle at a certain spot or they would have a word that didn't fit. You know, I'm like, you, you are not going to tell me these guys are not coming prepared, like with something they already, he's like, oh God, he's like, it's known. He's like, that's known, bro. Like, <laughs> like these people, they write shit and then they go in and, and, and pass it off as a freestyle. And everybody knows they're, it's 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 horseshit. I was like, good. <laughs> you know, so I answered I answered two of my black questions <laughs> when I saw my boy at work. Actually, I'm going in tomorrow. I get to see him tomorrow too. So that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a fun time. The work wife will not be there, but she is off for some reason. But we'll go in there and wreak havoc. So I guess I'm getting nothing done tomorrow as well uh so that'll be fun i'll be backed up on work when i go on a fucking tuesday <laughs> all right so now it's time for that's fucked up on today's episode of how fucked up is fucked up that's fucked up okay now now you will see back to back here what these segments are now created for okay now, like I was saying when I was talking about the you know that the guy that gets along with everybody earlier you know the, the scumbag Tried to throw me under the bus, you know. In that segment, and I'm and I'm gonna say in this segment, that, but like I'm I'm pretty in tune with shit. All right, there's a lot of things that I see coming down the pike, and there's a lot of things that I see going on that people don't believe, but they're actually true. All right, and I was finally exonerated on one of them. Now, one of my longer get-off-my-lawn segments that I did uh, in, in weeks past, now this is probably in the last maybe six or seven weeks, I talked about, you know, not only the, you know, like the elite paying, paying politicians to, you know, pass legislature that's going to cripple the, the lower and middle class, but it also, they get handouts for, for doing that big time. I'm talking about the big time players, you know, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, like these guys are getting $10, 15000000 million a bill from the elites. And then not only that, they filter the, the you know, and launder the American taxpayers' dollars through those bills, and they double dip, and they get paid on that end too. And and I know that when I said that, a lot of people rolled their eyes. They're like, "Oh, they don't do that. How how could they get away with it? How could they get away with it?" Like, uh, okay. So it just got uncovered last week. All right, there is a, a Congress representative that, uh, called trisha durgis or durgis or whatever i don't really give a shit trisha durgis d-e-r-g-e-s is her name and she just got caught ready for this 
stealing $900,000 of taxpayer money through COVID relief and COVID emergency bills in her state. That's almost a million dollars. She faces up to 410 years in prison. Which, by the way, I never understood that. Why, why do people give... Like, why don't you just say, like, listen, you're going to jail and you ain't getting out until you're dead. <laughs> That's that. Your only way out of here is through the fucking, you know, the, the mortgagory. <laughs> That's the only way you're getting out of here. Why? I'm going to give you seven consecutive life sentences. So that means when you die, we're going to bring you back to life and you're going to serve a second sentence. Then we're going to bring you back to life and you'll get a third sentence. Like, no, just say you're, you're here till you're dead. All right? <laughs> Pack it in. It's going to be a long one. I never understood that. But she's facing 410 years in prison. Now, this is from a, a political nobody. I've never heard of her in my life. And I'm pretty good with, like, knowing senators, you know, and Congress people. You know, I know Jim Jordan, you know, from Ohio. I know Rand Paul from Kentucky. You know, I know Jim Banks. I know Mike Lee. I know Chip Roy. I know, like, I know a lot of these people because it's like, you, you, at the end of the day, you have to see who's actually on our side and who hates this country. And that's why I, I actually invite you, if you if you're really not into politics and you really want to see what's going on, and see who's good and see who's evil, just watch a Senate hearing. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's it, it's plain as day once you start to watch these hearings. Like, watch Ted Cruz or watch, like, Rand Paul or watch Jim Jordan question these people on the stand, like Fauci and, 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 and Senator Mayorkas and, and all these people who are, who are crooked. And it's like, it's like I said before, they, they will give you a, they'll go, they'll give you a nine mile answer for a yes or no question that has nothing to do with the question. And then they're just like, you just can't answer the question, can you? It's a yes or no question. And it happens all the time. And then you start to see like, oh, that dude's fucked up. This, this guy's actually on our team. You know, but anyway, so that should tell you right there. Like I told you, people that they, that politicians steal money. Now again, she's a political nobody. What do you think Nancy Pelosi's doing? What do you think Chuck Schumer's doing? What do you think AOC and Dr. Fauci and Joe Biden? What do you think all these people are doing? And by the way, good old Joe has now committed his fourth count of treason, which treason is punishable by death only as part of the Constitution, okay? This is fourth act of treason by going into the military reserve again for oil. The fourth time. This is the fourth time he's done it. It's lower than it's been in the last 35 years, and what did he do? He gave a thousand, he gave a million barrels of oil to China, who is our enemy, and not only that, it's not just China, it's a company, it's an energy company in China that Hunter Biden sits on the board for. Now, if you heard me talk about, you know, politicians taking money and nobody believed me and now now it's been unearthed, look it up. Look up Trisha Durgis and you will find out all the information that I just told you. She almost got away with nine, almost a million dollars of taxpayer money. And now it's saying like, you know, Joe Biden's in bed with China and people are like, oh, no, he's not. Well, okay, he just sent a million barrels to fucking China, who's our enemy, because Hunter Biden works in a Chinese company. It's just like, wake the fuck up. Now, I will say this. The fact that politicians steal our money, and I will say this, the only reason why that story actually came to be was because Trisha Durgis is a Republican. And the mainstream media and the Democrats who are scrambling for, for votes in November, they need every ounce of juice that they can get. So they said, like, hey, oh, this is perfect. She's a Republican. She's stealing money from the American people. That'll make us look good. 
And I'm like, well, if we do play this, there's going to be people saying, like, well, she's doing it and she's a nobody. Who else is doing this shit? You know what I'm saying? So you know, it, might, it might be a bad look for them. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do. But the fact that Republican, Democrat, Independent, Moderate, anybody is stealing taxpayer money, especially in the, the situation that we're in. We're, we're, we're entering a recession, a possible depression. And the fact that they're stealing our money on both ends from the elite and through the legislature that continues to make us broke. And the fact that Joe Biden has committed treason for the fourth time and, and nothing's ever going to happen of it. That's fucked up. Segment over. All right. Now you guys get the feel of, of, of what the that's fucked up segment is, along with the uh, get off my lawn segment and what separates the two. There's going to be a quiz next week. <laughs> I want a uh, I want an essay from everybody. But, <laughs> you know, when I was talking about when I was talking about speech and I was talking about like, hey, ha, foo, ha, like, OK, well, again, this happened to me again. You remember when I told you I went to that Chick-fil-A, like the one that I go to, and there was a kid there who just absolutely looked like he wanted to be anywhere except that Chick-fil-A. You know, he was just like, you know, walking around with with a disgruntled look on his face, trying to be funny for the girl that was doing the soda. He's throwing people's orders everywhere, fucking names up left and right. You know, in a five minute period, I told you this on that episode. He, 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 he mistook Deborah for Deborah. He mistook Dennis for Denise. Like, like Dennis, he called the guy Dennis, Denise, D-E-N-N-I-S. Like I said, you don't call, you don't, you don't call a penis a penis. <laughs> and then he called me Christine. And I fucking hate that because it's like, you know, my name, it's, it's like you read it, you see it on churches, you see it everywhere. Christian, it's like a no, it's almost like, you know, I'm not saying it's common, but it's, it's, a, it's a name you see more often than not. And, and it's like a, so many people fuck that up. You remember that, you know, that the trainer I told you about that loves to hear herself speak? She's known me for like five years, and she continuously calls me Kristen. I don't know. It's just a pet peeve of mine when you fuck names up. I hate I hate that, except, unless I don't care about you. <laughs> if you're on the list, I don't really care if I fuck your name up or not. But like really, in, in, in life, you know, when, when, you say, when you say somebody's name, you know, it's like, oh, like, hi, my name's Joanna. And then people call her Joanne. Like shit like that. It's a pet peeve of mine. So I went to the, I went there last week, right? And I walk in and I see a dude there. I'm like, here we fucking go. And like I said, man, like Chick-fil-A, they're a different culture. They will fire you for not saying my pleasure instead of thank you. Like that's how strict they are. But this one is just like the, the, the inmates are running the asylum because there's all kinds of fucked up shit happening at this Chick-fil-A. Now, this dude, it, it, I was the only one in there. I was the only one in the pickup line, Okay. And I see him, I'm like, great, this guy's, you know, prepare to hear Christine. And it's like, I'm not really in a mood. I, I might fucking get in this dude's face. Because I think he's purposely fucking everybody's name up, you know. So now, one kid's going on break, and there's three kids back there, right? One kid's going on break, and now it leaves, the, like, the ignorant dude and somebody else, right? And somebody comes in, and they go walking towards a register, right? And the kid who fucks up the names is like, that means I got to work. Fuck that. And he dipped. Like, he straight out ran and looked for something to do so he wouldn't have to you know take a customer's order god forbid right so he sees a bag on the counter and he picked up oh i found something to do and he picked it up and it was it was my order and he go christine oh christine now 
I'm a dude, and I'm standing. I'm the only one standing in the pickup thing, and you and you see a guy. What parent in their right mind would name their kid Christine if it, if it's a, if it's a boy? Now I know we live in fucked up times. Well, we can't call him Thomas, and we can't call him Teresa because he identifies as a frog. So we, you know, I get it. I get it. We're in fucked up times, but I mean, like, like, just can you do any kind of like independent thinking to go? Hmm. Well, there's not a girl out there, and I see this. Let me just see if I can enunciate this name, Christian. Oh, that makes sense. No, Christine. <sighs> I'm like Christian. I'm like it's the second time. I, I said this to him. I'm like it's the second time you fucked my name up. And then he actually looked at me. He was like, "My bad, man. My bad." I'm like, "Oh, well, I thought he was going to be ignorant." Like when he when I when I said that to him. And then I got to thinking, what the fuck is going on with this operation? Usually Chick-fil-A is like a well-oiled machine, you know, to the point where it's like, you know, like you put your team in the best position to win. Like if I got a guy who his primary job is to read and he can't read, I'm putting you in the back making fucking chicken or I'm putting you on the cash register. or I'm putting you in the drive through. <laughs> if, if, if your main job is to read names and you can't do that. I'm not putting that guy in that position. That's just management 101, but I don't think there's anybody like running the show over there. It's, it's so fucked up. You know? I just, I just don't understand. I mean, Chick-fil-A is normally like the model of, of like how our country is supposed to be run, quite frankly. You know? Like right now, it's like... Like, <laughs> like Joe Biden took over, right? The country, and the country was a Chick-fil-A. It was being well-run, you know, like like we were the, we were the industry standard that the whole world wanted to run their country like us. And then Joe Biden represents a manager of a fucking low down, you know, broke ass McDonald's. And he buys that Chick-fil-A and goes, you know what? I'm going to install my system in here because this this isn't working. <laughs> that's, that You can sum up that in a nutshell. That's, that's Joe Biden's presidency. I just pulled that one out of the top of my head, by the way. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's all I got for you guys this week. And, uh, you know, I think, again, I have to find a spot for, a, like, a permanent home for that's fucked up. I don't want to kind of do them back to back. I'm thinking I might do it coming out of a break. Or I might just randomly insert it. But I do like to have some kind of a, a structure. You know, I like to get off my lawn segment kind of landed in, like, after my second segment. So, like, I'll do 20 minutes and then a break and then 20 minutes. And then when I'm coming into that third 20 minutes, that's typically when I do to get off my lawn segment so i'm gonna you know it's gonna be a while before i find a home for that but you know just get get used to it because like i said it's gonna it's gonna rapidly man manifest itself to the point where i have like a whole separate book of notes on it like i said there i could have picked from seven different things today but i figured i wanted to pick out that that you know that that uh, congressperson stealing a taxpayer's dollar get caught because i hate when people roll their eyes when i say shit when i know it's a fact and i just don't have hard evidence yet you know so so there <laughs> <laughs> you want to get a hold of me, see Rod Podcast at gmail.com. You can get me on Facebook Messenger or text or call me if you have my number. And as always, the Sea Rod Podcast is written, mixed, mastered, and produced by yours truly. As you guys see, I do have my logo, so now I got to get the work, you know, going to uh, GoDaddy and finding out exactly which domain I, purpose, I purchased. I can't even believe I didn't do that, but <laughs> I, I just did it like willy nilly. I was like, yeah, I'll take this domain for two years, you know, whatever. And I really didn't. I really didn't see what it was. So I'll, I'll call them, and then you know, now that I have my logo done, like my website's already done, I just have to match the colors, like I was saying to you guys last week. You know, and it's basically like I said, it's just going to be a home for you guys to 
you know, to to watch, you know, like, to watch, like to, to listen to episodes. Like it's gonna, it, like it's the, basically the the website is built to crawl and pick for new episodes. Like as soon as a new episode comes out, within two hours, it, it's automatically put on my website. So, you know, like I said, that'll be fun, another fun item, you know, for you guys. But 15 weeks in a row, God damn it! All right, <laughs> it's almost four straight months. You got of the C Rod podcast, so I, I am. Uh, I will definitely try to get one out next week. I think it's the next two weeks. Three weeks from now, I'm going to Pittsburgh, so I probably won't be. Doing. I might do a mini best of that week. I don't know. We'll see. But until next week, this is Christian Rodriguez saying, "Be awake, not woke. Beat your fucking kids. Take care." Ah, the man.